Then it turned out that the most Auburn of all Auburn players, a guy that's named for Bo Jackson, who is the son of Patrick Nix, who used to be a coach and played football for Auburn, is transferring to Oregon. 18 more guys transferred. Some Auburn people looked around and thought, huh, what's going on here? This sucks. So let's flash forward to two weeks ago. Brian Harson after National Sign of Day, like, deuces, I'm going to uh, Costa Maya. (laughs) He goes to Costa Maya. People start fighting. It's time that we get rid of this guy. Auburn calls and says, yo, we need you to come back to Auburn. He's like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'll be back Thursday. Welcome back, Georgia football fans. It's been about five and a half weeks since the Dogs won the national championship. And granted, the outward exuberance might have died down a bit amongst fans, but the celebration still continues and will continue for some time to come, perhaps forever. And in my eyes, I'd be fine with that. Or really, at least until September 3rd, when UGA and the Oregon Ducks face off at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and you were listening to episode 303 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. Our last show was titled The Feelings Episode, basically our outward emotions of the victory captured on audio. This episode is more of a catch-up on all news. We talked Stetson's return in 2022, what in the world is going down at Auburn, and there's a Georgia basketball update and a quick discussion on the Diamond Dogs who start their season this week. So thanks for stopping by and I hope you enjoy the show. Here's Will to get it all started. Uh, This is something that I have not had the opportunity to do yet because uh, this is the first time the three of us have been together and in person since the Georgia Bulldogs won the national championship. That's been so long. <laughs> because, of course, uh, you had COVID, so we were at our, our big celebration. We, big, I did not, we, you and I were together right after the game. We were. But I did not get COVID from you as much, even though I, I tried desperately to make out with you. Now I'm glad you rebuffed me. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, and then. Kristen really rebuffed us. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's, I mean, it's a crazy night. It's what a, happens after a national championship with Indianapolis? Stays in Indianapolis. Stays in the Airbnb. <laughs> Uh, but I will say that, uh, uh, and of course, we did, you were on Zoom. We were, all did Zoom after us. So the three of us have not been together in the same room to be able to say, cheers, Georgia <laughs> won the national championship. Right. Go dogs. <laughs> so are we still going to do the show? Are we deciding we're going to continue the show it. now that they've won? No, I mean, uh, we're continuing the show even though oh, they won the Oh, yeah. I guess we I'd, could. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have stipulations, though. We're gonna, our, uh, our rates are going up for all yeah, our yeah. advertisers. <laughs> I'm just saying we're our before now. Yes. a WSLS podcast... 30 some odd years without a championship after five five yeah you're welcome yeah yes. well I, I think that we are a direct result of the things we say here mm-hmm. uh, because clearly kirby and the staff listen they listen t- uh, close as well they should as well they should and we bought low yeah meaning like when we started it was 2015 that was the the dip that we bought the dip. in the dip and now we're riding the wave i had somebody uh, uh to the moon i have a listener today somebody i was working with interacting with work all free up in cleveland he he said uh, he said he was the the, uh, the the person that sent the tweet said Fatone Belton started we need a special pod then which I immediately recorded so that's the real ones the real ones are the, the real ones understand yeah. and and if so if you just want to know our bona fides about uh, about whether or not we actually bought low I recorded a special podcast <laughs> about Fatone Balta. and it wasn't about uh, him fair catching a yeah. punt. 
It's I, a, I'm realizing mixing metaphors, but it's a it's in a better place is basically what we're saying. Uh, so, I don't about the podcast, but George is. Yeah, George yeah. Football George definitely is definitely uh, in a better place. It is exciting to be able to just say it out loud. I know. I think we're the initial like floating on air thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've we're now we've we're, we're, we're walking down yeah. on our feet now. Uh, but <laughs> certainly, you know, I, I I think I said this before. You know, when your team wins. You almost want to like just wait for the next season to start just yet because that means there's at least a possibility that you, next year you're, there's a point where you're not going to be the champions. Like right now, champs in town. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like the champs. Like to be able to say that, to be able to walk around and have that experience is. And for Tony and me, it's double bonus time because baseball isn't even happening right now, and we still get to. Oh yeah, it's all happening. <laughs> The Braves could well be the last major league baseball champions. Uh, drinks, <laughs> drinks. That baseball tough racket. Don't give me a freaking start. Go to go to my other podcast, the LZ podcast that I do. That uh, oh, did you go I, off I on MLB? Sparing. It wasn't really going off. I'm just like I just baseball. Like baseball supposed to be. Like, the spring training supposed to be starting. It like, started right now. today. Yeah, yeah pitchers and catchers yeah. were supposed to report today. They have not still officially. Postponed spring training, but like pitchers catcher was supposed to be here today. Yeah, they, they just be the first spring training game, which is I believe the twenty sixth. Like it's, I have not opened my MLB app in so long. Yeah, I like always look at that thing. It's great. very, very. It's uh, as someone that writes about baseball professionally, it's very frustrating to say the very least. And yeah, is, there's a and this is happening for no reason. We, we are we do not have to get into the right. details on this, but it is they are not so far apart. This is not like fighting over the salary cap or fighting over pension, like big explosive issues. This is just I think this is what that, are so I don't know what they're fighting over. What are they fighting? They're over? not real. What, what's really frustrating is. I don't want to. We have, we, we, Give we'll, us the clip. We won't notes. get over the larger details. The best way to put it is this: the last two or three labor deals with Major League Baseball, the players have gotten owned. They've okay. gotten absolutely owned, and so they've been a lot more fortified this year to not just give up everything the way they have always given up everything. The owners still want them to give up everything. There hmm. is a very reasonable. It doesn't even have to be a middle ground. Like the owners really kind of just have to give a little, and they could get there, but. The they just they want to break them, they hmm. want to break them, and I and that's what's so frustrating about this is the stuff that they're disagreeing on, they're not that far apart on, they're just not, they're just not that, far, but both sides, no one wants to lose, mm-hmm. and that's what the problem who's is. The pri- who's the player rep, or who's the well, it's I mean, the player rep is officially Tony Clark, but it's really. Like there's there's labor lawyer like Tony Clark is officially the the he's more the spokesperson the former player but okay. I think that's another major difference in the past in the past you had players in charge like Tom Glavin yeah and, and he's the team rep yeah he was the team okay. rep yeah and um, you had players in charge now you got like no offense to players but you got grown up negotiators yeah you had labor lawyers yeah and so because of that they are not giving in the way the owners are used to them giving in and so the so both sides are kind of standing on principle which i would understand if they were fighting over a real thing like a salary cap there are differences i think the owners are being more intransigent and i think players have a better case i think the players should fight to get Closer to where they need to be. Clearly, the thing is tilted in the favor of the owners. Players are, it's still going to be tilted. No matter what deal there is, it's going to be tilted in favor of the owners. Players just trying to get a little bit of ground back and a little bit of self respect back, to be entirely honest. That said, and so I want them to win. 
that said, if you're asking if my choice is between players winning the labor fight and there being baseball, I'm going to pick there being baseball. Right. You know, I feel like there's I there's a great joke about uh, uh, socialist baseball Twitter because like the, the, a lot of like big baseball reporters are all like the players need to crush the owners, the fight union, shake Guevara, and all of this stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm, I I suspect you really care about baseball more than labor law. Otherwise, I haven't seen you like fighting the Amazon, uh, fighting for the Amazon guys to unionize. Like you are just like talking Twitter crap. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. I'm on their, I'm theoretically on their side. I am definitely on the player side. I think the owners are being ridiculous and unfair. But I, more than that, I want baseball back. <laughs> and uh, that's probably the best way to put it. The Wikipedia version is, is that there's some pecker measuring going on and <laughs> no one really wants to get out a ruler. Yeah. I guess you can't really blame the Braves because they're owned by Liberty Media and not a single owner. Yeah, but I, I would argue that actually put, definitely puts them even more in it because they're even more soulless about it. Like one of the <laughs> main, one of the things that's generally happened with baseball, the main thing that's really changed since like the Ted Turner days, for example, they don't want Ted Turners and George Steinbrenners owning teams anymore. They want Liberty Media. Yeah. They want Bill DeWitt, the guy that owns the, uh, the that owns the Cardinals. They want the Ricketts, the guys that own the Cubs. They want people that. Baseball is another segment of their business. Their portfolio. It's, a, it's part of their business portfolio. As opposed to Ted Turner, who's like, I want my team to win. Mm-hmm. George Steinberg, like, I, like, really, that's why I'm surprised. That's the, it's a sign of how in bad shape the Mets were that they let uh, uh, the, Steve Cohen, their new owner, buy the team. He's a hedge fund dude who just really wants to win World Series. And he was willing to take on all their debt and all their mess. They ordinarily would never let a guy like that in because he's like a he's almost like a Steinbrenner or like a Ted Turner. They don't want guys like that anymore. Hmm. I would say if there's anyone, the the team that is least like to be blamed is actually probably the Mets. And uh, and then and the Cardinals are right at the forefront of teams to blame in this. Like they are the 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 Cardinals, the Cubs, teams that call themselves mid market but are not mid market. Um, it is uh, it is very frustrating because again it's all real estate plays you know and that's that's why the Braves are very much at the center of people to be blamed for this because they don't really care about like uh, which owner of the of the Atlanta Braves got the trophy do you all remember that guy's name. No. Yeah, because of course not, because they're owned by a corporation, so they don't care. They're like, great, the Braves won a championship. Perhaps this will uptick our stock price slightly, so we'll be able to hedge out and, and uh, cash out more money for uh, uh, for our grandchildren to never have to work. Like, there's no like, it's not, like Ted Turner for all of Ted Turner's issues that he may or may not have had. He owned a baseball team because he's like, awesome. I can sit in the owner's box with my hot wife Jane Fonda and try to win championships and be awesome. That's what Ted Turner wanted a baseball team for. That's what people used to want to own. Baseball teams for now they're all like they're, it's all like a part of their portfolio and another way to make money and this is what happens when that happens. Speaking of soulless people who just want to make money but can't pull everything in the right direction, let's talk about Auburn. Ah yes, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So um, yeah, news news we've missed news mm-hmm. we've missed. So when we when we last left you, uh, I had COVID. We were uh, we were sequestered to our house. We're still joyous. Still joyous. Um, some things have happened then. Uh, you know, like we I think we don't need to rehash in great depth what has happened with Georgia football. The fact of the matter is, is any complaints you want to hear, at least in my estimation, I can't hear you because of that flag flapping in the wind. Um, Having said that, you know, Jermaine Burton, Alabama, I think we'll have time to talk about that over time. Frankly, I think Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech going to Alabama is uh, a bigger deal than Jermaine Burton um, as far as Alabama's prospects uh, moving forward. But I think it does – I think we should talk about Auburn because – 
when we talked last, which was what January the fourteenth or thereabouts. We haven't even talked since Stetson announced he was coming back. And right, and, right. And, and, so in, in, and Daniels is retired. What? Plenty of time to yeah. litigate that nonsense. But let's too. let's talk about Auburn first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, we were hearing rumblings around January fourteenth that perhaps some people were not happy with Brian Harson. At the time, it seemed quaint. No way they're going to fire a coach. Uh, who made some pretty drastic staff moves. For example, he fired his offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo, and hired a hot young NFL coordinator to come in and take a spot. Seemed like, a on paper, a good move. I then, brought in an excellent defensive coordinator. Brought in an excellent defensive the coordinator. Since then, it's come out that, that the reason his prior coordinator, his, not the reason, his prior coordinator left and took a $40,000 pay cut to work for Mike Gundy. <laughs> <laughs> not a good sign. Not a good sign. It also turns out that his hot new offensive coordinator decided, you know what, college football ain't my thing. How long was he on the job? 34 days. It's <laughs> like Kevin Steele territory is right not, there. Except for he wasn't trying to make a play for Brian yeah. Harson's job, I guess. That's Bill Belichick, <laughs> HC of the NYJ. Right. Um, then it turned out that the most Auburn of all Auburn players, a guy that's named for Bo Jackson, who is the son of Patrick Nix, who used to be a coach and played football for Auburn, is transferring. To Oregon. 18 more guys transferred. Yeah. Some Auburn people looked around and thought, huh, what's going on here? This sucks. <laughs> so let's flash forward. But we're Auburn. We'll do whatever it takes. We'll do everything. Regardless of anything. So let's flash forward to two weeks ago. Brian Harson after National Sun Day, like, deuces. I'm going to uh, Costa Maya. <laughs> yeah. He goes to Costa Maya. People start fighting. It's time that we get rid of this guy. Auburn calls and says, yo, we need you to come back to Auburn. He's like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'll be back Thursday. Literally, that's literally the conversation. He shows up. And listen, let's, and we, I, we do not get into the details of all the things that, was fly, that were flying around, around yeah, him. There was something else that was hot. There was, there was, there hot. was it, it seemed very, very unfair. Salacious. It was, and, yes. it was salacious and frankly did not seem to actually be based in anything other than the sort of thing that people would float to get him the hell out of there. That, and if you don't listen to Splits on Duo, I would encourage you yeah. to listen to Splits on Duo. The term they use for that, and you need to write this time down, is a rap. They were trying to rap. <laughs> Yeah. Which literally <laughs> old Lee Atwater style. The Leo Atwater style is like it's like LBJ. It's like yeah. call him a picture. It's like yeah. he's not a picture. Yeah, but I don't hear him deny it. Yeah. So oh yeah. like literally that's that was that's, the playbook. That's, that's, that's that, the playbook. I mean, that is it's literally so, the actual term is called rat. Yes. Like that is the actual term for it. If you could go down the road and figure out who Roger Stone is famously yes. really good at this. Yeah. If you could go down the road and figure out who actually floated that, it is likely tied to somebody who is a big money booster. Or associate with a big money booster of Auburn football. There's no question about it. Right. So, so flash forward to last week. He shows up. They write a whole, because he wouldn't cooperate, they write a whole new policy with him. A whole new policy saying, if you don't cooperate with the university investigations, you're subject for discipline up to being terminated. They're trying to fire him for cause. They're they? trying to fire him for they don't have They don't have to ask their people for 18 more million dollars. <laughs> wow. They're still paying Gus Malzahn. Yeah. They're still paying Mike Bobo. They're still paying... A laundry list of people. Yeah. They might be paying us. You don't know. So, um, <laughs> so he shows up. He says, "Yeah, you can look at my phone. You can talk to me. I'll be back from Birmingham after the coaches' meetings." Yeah. He goes to the coaches' meetings before he meets with the university administration. Yeah. Now, before you like all that seems normal, guys. Keep in mind, two weeks before this happened, they gave Bruce freaking Pearl mm-hmm. literally a lifetime contract. Yeah. Bruce Pearl, 
whom was in trouble with Chuck Persons four years ago. I mean, I thought he was going to resign before the season was over. Or three years ago. Yeah, like he was, Bruce Pearl is, again, I think I've used this analogy before, Bruce Pearl, like everyone in college, think about this when it comes to Bruce Pearl. This is Matthew Leach's analogy. Uh-huh. Everyone in college basketball, speed limit 65. Everybody goes 85. Everybody goes Except. 85. They probably go like 90. Mark Fox, back in the day, oh, yeah. went 65. Right. He probably went 64. You need someone that goes 85. You need someone that like fast enough to where the cops are going to be like, whatever. Sure, 20 miles over the speed limit. You're fine. Pearl goes 160. Yeah. Right. And he's going to get there faster, but someday he's going to get caught, or at least that used to be the analogy. But now there are no cops anymore. <laughs> so there are no radar guns anymore. So give that man a lifetime contract. The great part about that, the part that is, I think, is underreported. Bruce Pearl refused to talk to the university administration about Chuck Person and his knowledge and involvement. He stonewalled him. Stonewalled him. It worked. Mm, clearly. It worked. Now, <laughs> now, there's a whole other podcast for us to do about Georgia during the A.J. Green time, Todd Gurley time. a whole other podcast for us to do about that. But just, just to wrap this up and put a nice little bow on it, Brian Harson's keeping his job. The only better outcome for Georgia, Alabama, other people in the SEC, the only better outcome would be if it dragged on three more months. Yeah. That's the only better outcome. Firing him, I guess there's a better outcome because I mean, I, find? It's, it's not a better outcome because at some point there's enough money for them. That, like, Auburn's got more money enough money to burn a, a wet mule. Right. Literally, they could just like... They, but they just but like, not enough to fire him and, and eat it under him and Malzahn. I think I, I think it would have been bad optics as well. I also think there's yeah, a part. But bad optics is what's going to happen to them over the next three years. Yeah, That's I bad hope. Optics. I hope. Well, if 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 the Auburn if the truism of Auburn football pays, I mean, they're going to win the SEC this year. Auburn's <laughs> won the SEC, right? I will say I can't think of a better, not a, bigger, a bigger comeback story. Like if if Harson oh, sure, somehow yeah. like that, that's bigger than Pearl. I think I would say it's more impressive. Yes, than Pearl. yeah, absolutely. So I, I think the thing but they don't have any players. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's obviously not going to work. Andy yeah. Staples was a terrific piece. It's a great piece. Athlete. Yeah, yeah. Um, so guys, <laughs> now they have to play us in September. Yeah. Listen, Auburn football. They kick off with I don't know who they kick off. They with. have two winnable home games to start, and then they and also then have got us and Penn State. The next and five LSU. are unwinnable. Yeah, LSU, Ole Miss, at Ole Penn Miss, State, at Georgia, Penn State at home. Yep. Yeah, it's it could get ugly in a hurry. Also, they could slip up and win five of those six games. And Jimmy Rain's literally sitting there like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it, one of the things I have learned down uh, in my time down here is that uh, watching other teams, other teams in the SEC, immolate is in a way as satisfying, if not more satisfying, than winning a conference Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Oh, oh, for a bunch of Irish and Scotch, we love Scott Schottenford. We love so, Schottenford. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so good for Auburn. Way to go. And But, yes, I do. to me, like, it is all funny. It's funny to watch Auburn burn. I will say I am empathetic to the person that was drawn into this oh, through, those, through those rumors that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with this. Yeah. It was literally just used... I feel awful. Picture was all over Twitter. I feel very awful for that. Person. I, and I hope, I hope at some point it comes out enough that that person has an action, an action against whomever it is. I hope so too. Yeah, because that would, so that would. I mean, it's not going to stop the you rep. But because right, right. this is major college football in the South, we're talking about. I mean, so. I mean, basically, it is, it's like hardcore politics. It's like, it's exactly it's like it hardcore is. politics. It's 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 all elbows, and probably yeah. more important than, than politics. But like Brian Harson signed up for this. 
that person did not sign yes. up for this. Well, that's and, a, and this is part of it, right? Is that Brian Harson? Like Brian Harson's getting a salary. That person is not getting right. a massive salary. I mean, but that's also the interesting part of the story is Brian Harson signed up for this and had no idea who he signed up for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Which yeah. is fine with yeah, me because yeah. I hope Auburn's next hire is that yeah. way, right? Um, so when you when you said it, it kind of it made sense to me when you said SEC is like you know having two political parties. I would say there's probably about eight to nine political parties in the SEC. There's not a complete fourteen because I think I, some. Oh, there are eight or nine at Auburn. But see, I, <laughs> yeah. I would argue that there are two political parties. Your team and the rest of the planet. That's one way to look at it. But I'm saying, like, from an outsider's view. Yeah, I know. But, would... the, but, I, but that's the point, though, is that, like, the point, like, the, that style of politics popularized by Roger Stone and Lee Atwater is, uh, like, Willie Horton is the most famous example of mm. rat and yeah, I appreciate all this uh, yeah. editing. And uh, sorry, it's it's, it's an no, like, no, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's the right term. It's, it's, right it's, it's, no, it's literally yeah. a, the actual. Well, term. so it's jackass, but you don't usually mute that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but sorry, you're right. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. But um, I would say that the the whole point of it is the it's not political at all. It's not about like ideas. It's about winning. Mm-hmm. Sure, and it's about the person that you want to lose. Losing. It doesn't matter what losing horribly. It doesn't matter what people stand for. It doesn't matter what. Like that has nothing to do with it. I think that's that's the that's kind of the famous insight of Lee Atwater. The for those who don't know, Lee Atwater, who died tragically of cancer, was a major major Republican uh, operative. It was a big part of the Willie Horton thing. And actually, literally on his deathbed, like renounced this and said he felt really terrible about it and he hoped no one would pick it up. Everyone picked it up. (laughs) That's actually what politics is now. Uh, But um, more to the point, it doesn't matter whether like someone's a Republican or someone's a Democrat. It's just all about I win and you lose and I will do whatever it takes to defeat you. And guilty parties include the Clintons and the Bushes and Trump and everyone that wants to win. Yes. And so, you know, that is uh, – you see – you see the results of that in our culture now, and we see that in SEC football now. Yep. Like that is, yeah. it, 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 when the stakes are as high as they are here, all that matters is winning. There is a super interesting political dissertation about what, what happened at Auburn in the past three weeks, yeah. or yeah. 20 years. There's a great documentary about Lee Atwater. I've forgotten what it's called, but I would highly recommend everyone look it up. It's, it's, yeah. very, good. it's very good. Um so yeah, my, my you, you talk about that as far as is SEC yeah. and everyone else. Yeah. The team I love and everyone else is like my friend Josh Moore has like the greatest line on that possible. It's like I love the SEC and hate every other team in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So there's two remember, political parties: your team and the rest of the world. In our right. first year of the podcast, we did our list of most objectionable yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine, yeah, but, mine was and still is Auburn. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, well, then you should be very happy because things are not going well. Yeah. Isn't oh, your, wasn't yours Florida? Mine's Florida. Yeah. And my, it, listen, I, it, it changes. It ebbs I'm, and flows. No, mine. No, well, it Florida, doesn't. Right. Okay. That was be Florida. But I mean, yeah. okay, you know, two A and two B are, are <laughs> there we go. C. But to Alexa, uh, it's it's Auburn. Sure, yeah, because she's, she's from, from Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so since you've been here for seven seasons or eight seasons, you 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 have enough you know cachet to pick. You're most objectionable. It's Vanderbilt, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, the problem is, I mean, to me, it's, it, I'll put it this way. It's I mean, probably it's, Alabama. It's Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Alabama. And that I don't find, sense. and the thing is, is that like, I don't find them 
The, the problem is you kind of have to respect Alabama. Oh, no, I don't, in a, in I don't a, hate Alabama. I, I want them to lose. Yeah, but you have, I to, see like, where you're coming from, you have to respect Alabama. To me, they're the, they're the worthy opponent. Yes. Like that, mm-hmm. And they will continue to be, even though Georgia just beat them in the national championship game to win the national championship, just to remind everyone listening. But, 33 to 18. Yeah, but for me, it's Alabama. And, and I would say of the two of your Auburn, Florida, I'm probably more anti-Florida. I would say Florida would be the one that uh, I no longer say Florida first. That's right. <laughs> and, but but that part of that is frankly I don't I take Florida more seriously than I take Auburn. As you should because yeah. I, that, that's another important thing. Billy Napier's doing things the right way down yeah. there. Like um, the, the Auburn is a, they, I, they're a looming tower. I think I've said that before. They're yeah. a looming tower. They're yeah. coming. So how did uh how did uh, the competitors versus Georgia do in recruiting? I know A&M was 1, Bama was 2, Georgia was 3, but you mentioned Billy Napier did, Florida didn't have that great of a recruiting. Yeah, Florida was in the top class. fourteen in the SEC. And, <laughs> I mean, he uh, just got there. He, he did just, just got get there. there. That's super hard. He did. So, but the thing is, that's going to hamper them in at least twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, unless a bunch of transfers, because that's a whole another thing now with transfer portal. Oh, I think he has runway there. I think I think he he messaged that the right way. When he went in and said, this is a down to the studs rebuild. Mm. And when he went in and started talking to AD and the money people said, okay, I need you all to trust me. It's not going to be great this year. Here's how, here's what I think is going to happen this year. There's no way for me to put a big class together. I just don't know the players. It's like, we're going to recruit some position needs to people that we can get to Florida. But the year after and the year after are, are, are money years. It wouldn't surprise me in the least if Florida's top five in the nation recruiting the next two years. First off, they can promise playing time, legitimately mm-hmm. promise playing time, right? The second is is that, um, and I'm about to make a counterpoint to this. The second is is no one really is paying attention. None of the Florida schools are really paying attention to Florida in the way you would expect them to. The counterpoint to that is Mario Cristobal's a Miami guys, yeah. and um, uh, and this is this is a problem for not just Florida, although some magnified problem for Florida is that if Miami gets their crap together, it's a problem for Georgia. It's a problem for Georgia, a problem for Alabama, a problem for Clemson, a problem for Ohio State, a problem, frankly, for Southern Cal, a problem for Michigan. <laughs> it's probably a bigger problem for Michigan than it is for Georgia and Ohio State yeah. and, and maybe even Alabama, right? So um, I, I think – look, you don't have to listen to me about this. I, I thought like I, I thought Jeremy Pruitt was going to be a problem for Tennessee just because he possessed, he possessed a uh, – a single-minded drive to succeed that you see in some of the other coaches saw the saving tree. Uh, regretfully, his single-minded drive to succeed yeah. all was was overweighed by his uh, assholeness. Yeah, it came with other problems. It came with other problems. Um, so, you know, but I don't know that Mario Cristobal or, for that matter, Billy Napier share those. I, I got to be honest. If we're looking forward to what interesting things might be afoot. Um, I'm going to see how Dan Lanning does at Oregon. I'm going to want to see how Lincoln Riley does at Southern Cal. I'm going to see how Dabo Swinney does at Clemson. Uh, if you talk about someone that, that that's teetering. Yeah, you're talking about inflection year. Yeah. 22 is a big year for Clemson. Yeah, it was funny. There was a great piece uh, by uh, uh, Lemming, the uh, athletic uh, recruiting guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. talked about, uh, what's, the, what's the Manning kid's first name? Arch. Arch. Uh, talked about his recruiting. And they talked basically about how, listen, Alabama, it's basically Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and Mississippi. Or like the four places in on him. And let me make the argument that like, listen, Alabama and Georgia, and I think uh, uh, Texas, they already got five-star quarterbacks already all stacked up. The Manning recruitment is a... 
measuring contest. Oh, it is. It is a who can win the big prize. <laughs> who can? Because I mean, I mean, he's a. I mean, as 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 he pointed out in the piece, he's an incredible five star project uh, prospect. It's not that. It's not that he's like just a fake name and he's not really that good. It's just that like he's his name is freaking Manning. Yeah. Like like whoever he's there. I mean, ESPN's doing live cutaways every time to his family every game he goes to on his recruitment. It's a huge huge deal. So it's become a it's become a who is who is the captain now sort of recruiting contest. That's why Georgia wants to win, even though they've got five star quarterbacks all lined up. Clemson just got knocked off the list. Yeah. Clemson just got knocked off the list. And remember, he's still not transfer portaling. He's yeah. still not doing that. Yeah. There is, if I were a Clemson fan, you see... You Although know, he took Hunter Johnson back, which is weird. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but he's truly not... A good, like He's still like his, He's not into it. Like He's not, yeah. he's not philosophically down with that yeah. the way that everyone else understands you have to be. To be well, these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, exactly. They weren't walk-ons like that. Yeah. And I, I, there's a reason... Like the only advantage that Dabo really has right now is no one, maybe Cristobal changes this, but no one in the ACC has stepped up big enough yet, I would argue, to like I think Clemson will probably still be favored to win the ACC next year. I think you would. I think yeah, I think so. And that theoretically could lead to a spot, but I think there's no question that that blip that Clemson has. I think the general consensus is everyone else is rising and they're falling. Well, I mean nine and three. Quickly turns in the seven and five yeah. if you don't maintain your recruiting. Well, also like, or, or it becomes ten and two, which compared to what Clemson wanted to be, is not good enough. Oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> ten, and, ten and two gets you in the ACC championship game, and if you win it, probably outside the playoffs. Yeah, and right? I, I think that's and, the, until we go to twelve. And I and Clemson, I mean, Clemson was in what three straight national championship games? Like they were clearly supposed to be Clemson, Alabama. That is no longer the case. Well, I mean, it just could be the book on it could be the book on Dabo in order for him to play at that level. He has to have a transcendent quarterback, right? Or he needs to do what needs to be done if you're going to win in college football right now. And I think Dabo drank, a, drank his own Kool Aid, right? He drank, he drank, he, he's got high off his own supply. Probably yes. the way to put it. Uh, would be the idea that like everyone's like he was a genius. He had this all figured out, and so now he's stuck in his ways in a way that I think. And to me, this is what I think is interesting about Georgia winning the championship this year and what is next for Georgia in a larger sense is there may be a time where we look back at this time. We're like, oh, yeah, Georgia won that one. They didn't have to worry about anybody in the SEC East at all. But Florida's coming. Maybe Tennessee's coming. More to the the point, the rising tide lifts all boats. It does lift a lot of boats. and, And you're seeing... Like you're seeing Mississippi more serious. You're seeing Miami more serious. You're A&M. seeing A&M more serious. Everybody now is getting more serious. in this, And so the idea that it's going to get easier after this is not the case. Like this is appreciate this because this is like – I think everyone is appreciating it by the way. But, um, but because it's not – it doesn't get easier after this. It gets harder. Yeah, and I think it's interesting you brought up Kentucky because I think part of what – when you look at the ACC, there are a lot of programs like Kentucky in the ACC, and not just because of basketball, although basketball does play into it, in that uh, they want to win a football. Football is an interesting diversion before <laughs> football for basketball season right. Like Illinois. Like the Illini. Go Illini. Sure. Number 12 sure. ranked Illinois fighting Illinois. Illinois. Right. But like North Carolina. North Carolina is supposed to be their year. I don't know. Mac Williams makes it past this year if they, they go seven and six again, right? Mac Brown. I said, who did I say? Mac Williams. Mac Williams is the Mac artist. Williams? 
Oh, Mac Williams is the artist. Congratulations, you're now the coach at North Carolina. Uh, you know, Pat Narduzzi is the coach at, at Pitt. This is a flash champagne year, right? He uh, this is he had a transcendent quarterback. He had a very good running back, and did they did just enough to get to the college football playoff, and they got smoked in the Peach Bowl. Um, you know, Wake Forest, right? Those those yeah. are programs. So. Until it, 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 we've been saying all along, ACC is like Clemson and the rest of them. And now that Miami's out there, I, look, I don't think Miami's going to be that next year. I just but, the, but it's, it's coming. Possible. It's coming. I think it's yeah. coming. I think it's possible. I think it's altogether possible. It's coming. Yeah. For a long time, we thought it might be Georgia Tech. And by we, I mean some people. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Florida State's not going to fill that spot, it doesn't look like they're going to. Yeah. Miami will. Miami will. Um, and when you look at the SEC East in particular, um, there are at least two programs and potentially a third who are positioned to do what Georgia's doing, have the economic support to do what Georgia's doing, and I'm willing to say two of them have the coaches, and it remains to be seen about the third one at Tennessee yeah. uh, to do what coaches doing. The uh, Georgia's doing. The incredible part about the SEC West is that you have what you have are yeah. Get my bald spot. Um, <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else. <laughs> so you have, um, you know, Alabama with Nick Saban apparently is going to coach until he's 140. Apparently, um, Jimbo Fisher, and I think there's a whole other podcast out there about whether or not recruiting is great for him if coaching can get there. Yeah, um, LSU with with Brian Kelly, which I think that only two possible outcomes are him winning multiple national championships or getting or left in a swamp, him. right? Uh, literally left in a swamp yeah. after. I need more moment. dancing videos of Brian Kelly. I need zero dancing videos. <laughs> um, um, I, I, mean, I, he, I don't he, think Ole Miss is going to be yeah. there because I think. I mean, I, I think I, Lane will. I think Lane's taking the first thing smoking out of town. Yeah, right. I He's been clear right. about that. But you know, you you're about to add Texas and Oklahoma, and one of those two programs are, are you know going to. I feel like Oklahoma is in much more danger than Texas is right now. Oh, I think that's right, yeah. and then. If Auburn, I mean, Auburn has shown flashes, whether it's purely happenstance and karma or yeah. whether they can get their act together. Listen, if they're paying all those people all that money or considering paying 18 more million dollars to a head coach, they're clearly pot committed. If they, they're, they're pot committed. <laughs> right. And if they get the one person, they get one person going there and tell everybody to row the same way, yeah. they're going to be trouble. And I, I think that's the, the way we've all kind of described this is speaks to why Auburn was like, we could get rid of this guy. Yeah. Like we gotta get rid of this guy because, like, like if you're not like, it takes a long time for the wealthiest, most committed programs to get to this point. We've seen it with Georgia, yeah. right? Georgia's actually done it pretty fast, and it's still been five years. Yeah, <laughs> and so the to to be able to get there is super super hard. So it's no wonder that they would not want to have any sort of thing moving forward. All right, so I feel like we should also talk uh, briefly before we uh, go into the sadness that is the basketball team. Mm. Um, we should talk about the quarterbacks. We should might as well just close that out. Stetson is coming back. We've not talked about that. Uh, Stetson is coming back. JT Daniels. Uh, where, has he announced yet where he's going? No. no. I don't he, think he can because he, he's Well, grad, I, I, guess he can, I guess he can say he's going somewhere. But he's he not can't officially transfer right. gra- until after he graduates. Right. So he'll have to take a grad transfer. Um, so, not going to Illinois, though I mean, we would take him. But They uh, do have a fine graduate He's there to look forward. Um, will Prather Hudson be back? Prather Hudson will not be back. He's done? He is done. Okay. I mean, 
he graduated high school like a year yeah. after Will's wife. I mean, Stetson's gonna, Stetson is gonna, his beard's gonna be great. Stetson's too. gonna get Social Security <laughs> when he quits. He's older than Sean White. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I would say that uh, I, I know it was funny to see. I feel like I now understand the Venn diagram of Georgia fans that I don't have to pay attention to anymore. <laughs> I know where you're going. I love it. Yeah. And I do feel like that diagram. Listen, I was a bit skeptic for a while. I thought there was a reason to be a bit skeptic for a while. But certainly by the end of the year, that, that, that Venn diagram is a Daniels should be benched before the national championship game. I mean, Daniels should take over before the national championship game. And, oh my gosh, I can't believe Stetson Bennett's coming back. What's going on? We're running off a five-star guy. Yeah. I don't pay attention to those people anymore. Like, I don't, like, I don't care what happens. Like, I'll be honest. You're not illogical in the face of all logic. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I do not think that Stetson Bennett is going to lay an egg and somehow fall apart this year. I do not think that to any stretch of the imagination. If he does... Still bad ass, my friend. Like you win and you have earned the right, obviously, to come back. And so, yeah, the the notion of the the, the those fans that did the oh man, Stetson's coming back. We went off Daniels. Just go away, go away. Then if you like, there's this thing called joy. There's this thing called acceptance of happy circumstances. Please. Discover it and find it and be happy. Um, I understand. Like if you, if that is the hill that you're still dying on after this, I think an argument could be made. Even listen, I don't. I'm not even necessarily saying that Bennett is the perfect quarterback and is not going to have any issues at all. There were issues with him in the first half of the national championship game. Like I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Obviously, Stetson Bennett should be the quarterback if he wants to come back. And I would be very alarmed if that were not the situation that Kirby Smart and the staff did. They obviously did. Doesn't mean that he's just got the job and doesn't have to compete for it. There's good guys coming in there. They've got five stars behind them. But like, never minding like what it would say to Stetson Bennett. What would it say to anyone that would want to come to Georgia at yeah. a certain level to be like, hey, this dude just won the national championship game and was freaking blasted on Good Morning America? But we're back to five stars. Yeah, but like, but sorry, sorry, like maybe you could, maybe Illinois will take you. Like, come on, like that's and listen, I understood the idea that someone had been if even been wanted to be like, you know what, I'm going to go become a lawyer now and I'm done. I've walked away. I would understandable. Un- I would totally understand yeah. if he wanted to do that. I would also understand being like, wow, football is fun and I want to keep playing football. And honestly, Georgia is with Stetson Bennett. They're going to be in the top two, one, two, or three next year and no one will doubt them to be able to do so. If they beat Oregon in that first game, when they beat Florida, they're going to be right back where they were. And I think has been has clearly shown he is able to do those things. Obviously, he's a quarterback. I don't want to hear any more crap about him. I'm also assuming that Julian Rochester will be back for an eighth <laughs> season or something. Yeah, he is my favorite golf recruit. Um, it, what's amazing to me is these. there are people out there who struggle balancing their checkbook, but doubt and will not give Kirby smart enough credit <laughs> to decide who will be starting quarterback. <laughs> Even after winning... 14 football games and winning a national championship. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, 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 I have a very close friend who 
every time we've played Alabama for the past four years, uh, they have been like, I can't do this. If we're just going <laughs> to lose. I said, no, it, it won't always be this way. Do you think that's done. over now? Do you think that's over now? I, I think, I, yes, I do. Yeah. I actually do. Look, look, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been firmly in the, the, the only time I predicted Alabama to beat us in the past, whatever it is, is was the 18 championship game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I, I thought we were going to win those games because I've, I've said Georgia's at that level now. Right. And, and I firmly believe we have been. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could possibly argue. Right, you can't. <laughs> right, look it back. But the first thing, the first thing was, that was awesome. I still think, that, I think that's this person, that was awesome. I still don't think Stetson was the right person. I was like, listen, before we say stuff to each other, we can't take that. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Because if that's the first thing out of your mouth, you and I don't need to have conversations yeah, about this because yeah. you're focused on the wrong thing. If you, it's so important for you to be right about Stetson Bennett, right. it doesn't, and I was it doesn't a matter. Listen, it, I was a skeptic from the get-go on Stetson. Sure you were. And I was wrong because Stetson Bennett just won the national championship game throwing a badass... Check Dude. out, check out, check out, check out my junk uh, 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 throw to win the game. Probably, right. probably two of them, right? Yeah. If you count the, you count the one to Brock yeah. Bowers yeah. where he was like literally being dragged down. Right. So listen, listen, I get it, I get it. But if the first thing out of your mouth after Georgia wins the national championship game <laughs> is, I, was, no, no, no. I, I don't know the Stetson, the Stetson <laughs> yeah. Bennett thing. It's like, yeah. dude, I, I don't, I don't care. If it I doesn't did. matter. Listen, even if Stetson had thrown four interceptions and Georgia wins, yeah. I don't care. I really don't care. Now that does cut the other way, but if you're if you if you're going to lead off with Stetson's not the guy, you watch a different game than me. Yeah. Was the first half a mess? Yes, he got really lucky that he was able to, to do a crossover dribble in the middle of the field with yeah. the football. Yeah. Right, that was a um, huge. It was very clear. Like the f- first couple of series, he was like, <gasps> he was he. I mean, Graham like, Coffee, the the awesome Twitter dude, is Graham Graham Graham. Graham yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he actually, I mean, he tweeted. Uh, I, I will not. He's so great that I feel like it's okay if I if I call him out on this. He he actually said in the second quarter, maybe it's time, maybe it's time. Yeah, and I get yeah. it. Yeah. I thought I the thought occurred to me as well. But if you, however, I watched the second half where you, he won a national championship. By the way, the sound sound you heard, especially in those last two drives. Where his nuts clanging together because they <laughs> was it was, was amazing. It I was, was, was look look, he stood in there with he stood in there, Will Anderson breathed down his neck. Yeah. The offensive line stepped it up. I will not let's not downplay the role they played in that. But there there were very few throws where he wasn't about to get creamed. And listen, yeah, he fumbled the football. I think it's a fumble, right? But he fumbled the football because he's a Five ten quarterback who was running from his life from a guy who will play on Sundays the first game he's eligible to do yeah. so. And before you start like, well, it's like JT, J, you know, JT's not going to be in that situation. You know why? JT gets sacked twelve steps before. <laughs> yeah. Vandergriff might not be in that situation, yeah. but Vandergriff had no way we're playing. In that but situation. what about Arch Manning? Where will Arch Manning be? <laughs> look, 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 listen, look, the reason, like, Archman is an incredible talent, but there also is a ton of upside there because his dad, his uncle and his father, his uncle and his yeah, grandfather, he's, uh, Cooper's son, his uncle and his grandfather, yeah. both are, are NFL Hall of Famers, yeah. right? And, and his two uncles both won Super Bowls. Yeah. I think Eli's going to get in the Hall of Fame someday. You think so? I think yeah. he should. Yeah. He won yeah. two Super Bowls. Maybe someone in that family yeah, can yeah. Want, finally win a husband. <laughs> um, so, yes, so, yeah. that was some Peyton slander. But, yeah, it's great. Like, uh, again, like, it was 
as you all listen to me on this podcast, be very skeptical of Stetson for a while. And if, if uh, my, I will close on a political note, but don't worry. Um, one of the many frustrating uh, things of someone that lived in Clark County was the number of people that would still keep screaming that the kids need to be in virtual school far past the time where it would be very obvious that they should not be in virtual school. Right. And they had decided that they would rather think bad things happen to kids than they admit that they were wrong. And I feel like there is a similarity. That's crazy. Here. No, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. Like they, 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 they would rather level. kids get sick than have been wrong. They would rather kids not, yeah. they would, they would rather forget kids being sick. Like they would rather, they would rather keep kids, them home, keep them home in, in isolation and all, and have all these kids that didn't have any of the stuff that you need from school. No, what I'm saying is they would rather kids go to school and be sick so they have righteous indignation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely heard a lot of that. I definitely heard a lot of that too. When, when there was a lot of, uh, um, I just, I, they would rather, they would rather have things not work out yep. and be proven that they were right. Yep. And I think that there is a, and for the record, that's probably an opposite side of the political spectrum. Like generally speaking, I'm probably yes. on the side of those people in a lot of ways, but they were wrong and they simply refused to admit that they were wrong to the point they continue to harm and harm and harm and harm and harm. Finally, I hope those people have finally admitted that they were wrong now. Uh, but uh, uh, hopefully by now, I would hope that anyone that does that's a bit will be wrong. But I suspect there are people in both circumstances that will refuse to do so. Well, I was asked about it, you know, immediately after the game, you know, when I was out and seeing friends and they would offer their thoughts on it. A lot of people like we're, y'all are describing. And my response is like, look, I'm not worrying about Stetson. I'm not worrying about Burton. No. I'm not worrying about the recruiting <laughs> class until maybe mid-August. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to enjoy this championship that I've been waiting for my entire life. The start of SEC Media Day is probably sure. earlier. Even G Day is going to be <laughs> oh. a party. I mean, yeah. right? Yeah. How was the parade? You, you didn't go to the I loved parade, it. obviously. You didn't, obviously you yeah. didn't my kids had a great time. Had my time. kids went. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was fantastic. It was I, great. It I, enjoyed was, I just saw the first, as soon as they pulled out yeah. to Buttsmere. I was in front of Buttsmere, so I saw them out there. What I think is amazing is Craig Sankey said, oh, that was I've the been best. to a lot of these. Off the top yeah. rope. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a lot of these, but I've never seen a 93,000 seat stadium full for one. Yeah. And it's like, dude, he just, he just like, Alabama? <laughs> uh, LSU, but of course the thing is the next. Well, the next one. Well, next year it will be a hurdy field. The next year won't be as full. It's going to be at the second. Um, when I say next year, I mean next right, year. Right. I don't mean. Um, and Stetson Bennick is like two-time two-time champion. national champion, and there'll still be people like, yeah, but he's not a five star. Yeah, but he's not five star. He's real short. <laughs> like, did you see him freak out that one play? Um, yeah, I know. So. Okay, so should we close on not to close? Do you have stuff for us? I have a little. Okay, stuff. Okay, I will close real fast before we go to that. Talk about we have fun office pools, or we should. Yeah, just recognize yeah, we the should. Winners, we so. should. We should. But I will. I want to talk basketball very quickly. Yeah, uh, we we'll talk about basketball, and then Georgia baseball's ranked between yes. fourteen and sixteen. Yeah, Georgia baseball was good. Let's do that. Let's talk about okay. them first before Let's we talk about them second. Sure. Baseball basketball's going to make me depressed. Yeah. So okay, well, basketball very quickly. Obviously, it's falling apart. They had a surprising upset win over Alabama, though. I think there was definitely more about Alabama than it was about Georgia. It's obviously all falling apart. I did kind of appreciate there was a conversation. On uh, Twitter with Seth Emerson, some other who I don't believe has actually been to a college, a Georgia basketball game all year. Because why would you? I don't yeah. think Seth has been away yet. I don't, I, if he has, he's, I've not seen him. Um, and uh, I generally go to most of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, but there was a big conversation like, why aren't you yelling at? 
Tom Crean about why he's good. Like, dude, it's over. Like, we all know it's over. Everybody knows it's over. We all see this coming. We all know why it hasn't happened yet. That like $4 million is $4 million at a certain level. Uh, I'm going to go under the assumption that people have been reached out to all, uh, all already. People know how this stuff works. Everybody knows the Georgia job is going to be open. It is already being discussed. There is no reason to, A, rub Tom Crean's face in it, who, for all of his troubles, has not embarrassed the university. He's been a loyal soldier. He obviously was not the right fit. But, like, there's been, it's, it, the embarrassment has been the losing. But there hasn't been, like, there hasn't been a scandal. There hasn't been, he hasn't, like, gone public criticizing. Any, like, he's just, he's just taken it. And that stinks. And I, as someone that loves Georgia basketball, it's disappointing to see it come to this. But the idea that Tom Crean needs, that, that people need to be yelling at Tom Crean is absurd. I thought the Mark Bradley column was also absurd. The <laughs> idea, like, he obviously has, like, we all know what's happening. We all know what's happening. And so this, you know, we'll see. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a show. It's basically going to happen April 7th. April 7th is when, it ha- is when it's going to happen. So we'll, we may do a show. I, at the very least, we'll have to have an emergency show when it happens over <laughs> Zoom or something. But it's obviously going to happen on the day that the buyout becomes 7 to $3 million. It's going to happen that day. Yeah. Uh, the clear- like it's, I think it's a Saturday of, uh, semifinal weekend, right? Yeah. National yeah. Uh, Final Four weekend. And, and Georgia it. won't be playing in that. No, I think it's the Saturday after. I think it's the Saturday after that. That's oh, the 7th or 9th or 10th. And so I'm not sure. But I believe it's Saturday after yeah. that. Either way, it's around that time. Yeah. And we all know it's it's going to happen. Everybody knows it's going to happen. I'm sure people are already being reached out to. I'm sure everyone in college basketball knows. And they're looking to the Georgia Athletic Department saying, how committed are you to this? And to me, this is we'll, – we'll, we'll have more time to talk about this. But, like, if you're looking for the big test for brooms – It's uh, going to be this high. It's this. He's not going to get to make a bigger hire than this. And his hires, you so, hope. Yeah, well, if he has to make a bigger hire than this, it means Kirby is coaching the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. in a couple yeah. of years okay. or something. And um, which I would not think would happen. But you know, he's Kirby's young, and people get ambitious. I yeah. understand it. Yeah. Um, but assuming things go the way you'd like to see them go, um, this is the biggest hire he's going to make. And you know, he's been he's generally gotten very good plaudits for the for the track hire he made. Uh, and like he got he took someone from that that no one knew was even on the market. And got someone that I a think national is, championship coach. Yeah, that is a the bar to be cleared here. And did and did practically the same for soccer. Yes, so like it's impressive what he's done so far. So the question is, is uh, I think gymnastics also has some issues right now. So that's going to be another potential hire he may he may or may not have to make. But this one he's definitely going to have to make. And I know people are excited about Jonas. Jonas Hayes. I think that they're they're excited about the idea of him. that's what Jarvis. Jonas. 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 I thought Jonas. it was Jonas. And people are excited about the idea because he's an assistant Xavier. I am of the belief that a lot of that is built out of the idea. Whenever people say they think Jonas should be the coach, they always say, well, come on. We're Georgia. We need to take what we can get. Like that is the absolute wrong attitude to go into this with uh, in, into this hire with. If uh, if if no, I'm not saying, listen, Jonas could be being a great coach, but I think that you've got to think big, baby, on this hire. And there are names out there that could be there. And, and but I, I really feel like if they're going to be committed to basketball, they got the money to do it. If you look at what Auburn's doing, that's got to hit you in the stomach a little bit to see what, what – like not only Auburn winning, but doing it with Katie Johnson and Auburn transfer, 
with freaking Kessler, whose <laughs> brother and uncle played here. And dad. And dad. Like, how the idea that, like, like there's clearly talent here. You've got to be able to make it happen. You, you're seeing Wheeler, uh, point, starting, point, starting guard point guard for guard a top five team. Hockey. So, you know, there's clearly the opportunity. It's there. And I think one of the things that Josh is going to have to think about is uh, the pressure on him on this is that he, like, Georgia, like, the, the, the good side to this is it just can't possibly get any lower than it is right now. <laughs> like, it is as bad. Like, I've had season tickets since I moved here, and it has not been this bad. It's never really been good, but it's never, ever been this bad. They are terrible. <laughs> I think P.J. Horn would have helped. He was the big shooter. He yeah. got hurt at the beginning of the year. But, like, it wasn't You're good. closer to 500 with him. But yeah, that's but it. Like, like, that's a disaster. And, yeah. I mean, they're, like, 6-19. and 19. Like, it's a disaster. But they beat Memphis when the three of us were there. Yeah, and they beat Alabama. Which they, they beat, beat Alabama. Like, two potential like tournament football, teams. right. And but uh, but they lost to Gardner Webb and East yeah. Tennessee State, and they never led in those yeah. games. I think, and they, yeah, they clearly got whomped. So I think that we will see how much they Georgia is committed to basketball, and maybe it's maybe listen. I care about more basketball than probably a lot of the listeners here, so I understand that if they're not as committed. But man, the money's flowing. The money's flowing. Auburn's doing it. Alabama's doing it. All these other schools are all committing to basketball. And for Georgia to punt back, Georgia, I don't see any reason Georgia to to North Carolina or to Illinois. And by the way, Illinois is also not doing that, right? Illinois is a huge basketball school. They paid a bunch of money for Bielema. They are they are committed to football right now. And obviously football is a different thing because you make more money that way. But the idea that like there's no reason that Georgia should not be really good in basketball. And this hire is going to be one that determines that. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that a lot of people, a lot of people that that are Georgia fans, I say that in quotation marks right now, uh, the people that are vocal about Crean should be fired now, are applying a football metric to yeah. the way basketball is done. Right. right. If Crean were to be fired now, he would be the second or third firing in the cycle. Right. Yeah. So it, you you don't fire a basketball. And the firings coach. have been more of the mutual yeah. agreement. To yeah. Leave. I'm leaving. Yeah. yeah. So and part of that reason is like if you fire somebody now, you're just doing it because you like you're, you're wasting four million dollars right. right. to make a point you don't have to make. Exactly. Now, does that mean Georgia winds up with not Belmont, uh, Rhode Island's head coach? Right. Yeah. Not Rhode Island. Providence's head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. No, of course not. I fully expect. That Josh should take those swings. Right? It's a splash. Those are, com- those are conversations. This is a time to, to 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 mark your territory. Those like you may end up with an assistant from another Power Six conference. Right. And I'm not saying Jonas is not a bad hire. I might right. agree with or disagree with you about whether Jonas is where you should go. But we don't we don't know what the market looks like for Georgia right now because, crap, guys, we. Our team has looked bad. Yeah, it's right? uh, it is. You talked about like uh, starting over from scratch. Yeah, like, it is. This is this is the the studs starting from scratch. Right. And like, listen, the cream was a disastrous hire, and right. and, and the, I, I, I it wasn't disastrous like a Brian Harson hire, mm-hmm. but because uh, it cost as much, and also like there's just there's no off field. Like, the cream just didn't work out. It just didn't work out, and. And but like you can see what he was trying to do. Like look at the amount of talent that was on the team last year. Yes. Like the, these guys are all huge on tournament teams. The talent was there. It just 
And he would argue it was COVID. He would argue that that it was a confluence of circumstances that didn't work out. But it didn't work out. And so you got to find someone who does. And uh, right, I'll put it this way. Right now, if Mark Fox would have been the coach the last three years, they'd, they, they, they'd be a hell of a lot better than they were right now. Well, better is relative, right? Yeah. It'd still be 500. And yeah. The basketball yeah. would still suck. Yeah. I mean, look. I'm with you. The, I'm not it, saying they should have kept Fox. I'm just saying that you have a different, you have a bigger hole to dig out of now. Right. And, and part of it is, and I don't, I'm not saying Kareem can't change. The game's passing by. What he is trying to do with the people that transferred last year, it's just passed him by, yeah. right? And it, it is a totally different approach to personnel management. And that's that's a bigger and more important part of the job now than it was when Tom Crean was hired and will be a more important part of the job going forward. So, And I'm sure whoever takes the job will know that. Yeah, it just sucks because I want Georgia basketball to mm-hmm. it so bad. I'm going to be in New Orleans for the Final Four or for the National Championship game, and I hope to get to go. And it's just like... Okay, I've seen Georgia play for a national championship in football. Now I want to see us play for one in basketball. If Illinois and, is in that game, I will see you there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if Illinois is in the game, I'm, I'm going to find a way to go. Right. So. All right, baseball. Yeah, they start the season. You know, season, actual baseball games played by actual yeah, baseball players. Yeah, start the season on Friday, the 18th. They're playing some team called Albany. Albany. It's, it's I guess cap- New cap- York. That's the capital of New York State. No, it's, it's a... Is it? Oh yeah, it's one it's of those places field. where they can't play football. Can't play baseball. Can't play football. baseball. The it's Albany Great Danes. It's a great thing. Yeah, the Great Danes, which um, is a terrific nickname. Okay. Yeah, keep an eye out for uh, who's it? Corey Collins. He's a baseball top one hundred and fifty. Um, Jaden Woods, of course, is a f- uh, like a fireballer left-hander. Um, I, I saw him pitch against Kentucky last year. I've actually got a photograph of him delivering a pitch, which is one of my favorite photos. Um, and then, uh, he, uh, Woods, Woods is a lefty and then Jonathan Cannon, uh, is a righty and he's uh, number 11 and ba- the top baseball 150. So there's a lot of talent, you know, there's a lot made two years ago when the season was canceled yeah. because of COVID of how great that team would have been. It's a, bummer. it's a huge bummer. And, um, you know, last year was a struggle, but you know, to be preseason ranked, you know, anywhere between they? 14 and 16 okay. baseball America and AP and whoever does the rankings, but, um, you know, one, one month from opening day on March 18th, the defending national champions come to town. Mississippi state comes in for a three game series. That'll be huge. I'm sure it's probably already sold out. Um, but Foley field's a great place to go watch games. Um, the game, the, the way the sec baseball is played, it's a fun game to watch. Um, and, and I mean that where it's not plot, it's fast. Uh, you know, and there's, a ton of energy from Kudzu Hill, uh, especially when those you know seventy five degree Friday Saturday games come. And they're, they're selling beer now. They're, they're selling, selling beer, beer. Um, which and the, it's the one. The baseball is the one sport that I'll actually drink a beer at. Right. Like yeah. they're probably going to start selling the beer at Sanford. I'm not drinking at Sanford, yeah. right? It's just not. I like drinking a segment because I need it. Watching that <laughs> uh, well, there's that. But, but no, for a baseball game, yeah. baseball beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. But um. Cool. Cool. Yeah, they they got, they got Georgia Tech on the the schedule for uh, March fourth, fifth, and sixth. Day they're playing. At, not yeah, at they're not, this they're year. Not doing no, no, they're going. They're going Atlanta on Friday, Athens on Saturday, and then Coolery Field. Oh, so they on are Sunday. playing at Truist on Friday. No, they're playing no, they're at they're Georgia playing Tech. At Georgia Tech at oh, okay. home yeah, and home, I, yeah. and then Coolery. Because they usually Chandler. play at Truist, but I think they're well. Yeah, but they're playing Chandler here, then then Coolery. Yeah. Coolery's yeah. a nice field, by the way. What's the date for the Coolery game? March. 
Sixth. I mean, it's coming up because February is like a really oh, short month. Can't go. I gotta go to Savannah. <laughs> it's like March sixth is like in a week and a half, even yeah. though it's like yeah, yeah. February something sixteenth right now. Or it's not a week and a half, but you get get what I'm trying to say. Um, who else they playing in the SEC? They've got Florida at home uh, at the end of March. Of course, you got Clemson. Um, Texas A and M comes to Athens. You know, because the thing is with with SEC baseball, they don't play. All the other 13 teams, they might play like nine or 10. In fact, some years they played non-conference games, kind of like how North Carolina and Wake do in football. They'll play a non-conference game versus Alabama just on a random day. Just to pick up a game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they got a – and uh, Vanderbilt comes to town uh, in Tennessee. I mean, both of them were top five last year. Vanderbilt's always good. I mean, so it should be an exciting Duke of college football. Baseball. Yeah. I mean, the, the good news for Georgia baseball is that they there is potential there to be a team that goes to Omaha. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is SEC is a tough neighborhood. It's awesome. And it, look, if Georgia picks up some down uh, down the order hitting and at least one more uh, starter and a reliever that you can count on to get you into late innings, they should be pretty good. And I think that's why they're ranked in the high teens, right? Or the middle teens. Yeah. Low teens. Yeah. Low teens, not high teens. Unfortunately, right. we won't be able to see them play uh, at Ole Miss where they have the beer showers, kind of like the 16th green on uh, at uh, the Dude, Waste that, Management I'm, Open. I'm sorry. That is on my bucket list. Going to that tournament is on my bucket list. By the way, interesting story here. Did you see what happened on Saturday when the guy made that. the hole-in-one? Did you yeah. see that? No, yeah. That did well, Paul's play. There was it was it was like a college football game. Yeah, the reaction actually no the reaction it's a college football game at Tennessee, but fewer golf balls. The, 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 the actual rea- the, the actual reaction it sounded like you know it's a stadium court it's a stadium hole the 16th it's a par three they boo them if they don't make it on the green they boo them if they miss shots and the dude hits a hole in one and I would I would equate it to a, a home run in a big uh, a baseball game because there's that maybe like <gasps> the eighth inning of a World Series game maybe a Jorge Sol- or a Jorge Soler right? maybe. And then the, the other interesting fact was the guy's last name was Ryder. Well, my good friend and neighbor, Chris Kirk, was in the playing group oh, with wow. the guy. was in that group? He was in that group. It was him. It was uh, the other Georgia golfer, not Henley, Kisner. Not English. Henley. No, it was uh, Harmon, Brian Harmon. Oh, Brian. It was Brian Harmon, Chris Kirk, and then Ryder, the guy yeah. that I'd never heard of. And uh, I saw Chris last night at the baseball field, and he was still smiling about <laughs> because he finished top fifteen. He had a That's great cool. week. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't and uh, he was still smiling. Like I was like, dude, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. He was like, it was unbelievable. So he was there at the stadium course or on the hole when all that happened. Will have you gone to that tournament? Uh, the Waste Management? Yes. No, I have not. But I have, I have friends that have gone. Uh, it's yeah. on my bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was texting with our friend Paul, yeah. who is coming to Lexington for the Chris Stapleton concert. And it's exactly, we were like, dude, we got to go there. He said, we can work in spring training. <laughs> and then I got sad. I was like, spring training's not going to happen yeah. anymore because they're getting real minor league baseball. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. Um, last thing, last yeah. thing, real quick. Speaking of teams that are ranked in the teens nationally, the Joni Taylor's women's team is—they've uh, uh, a little bit of a skid right now. Uh, they lost they also own. beat Alabama. They also beat Alabama, and they—they are. It's just like football. they're kind of where Joni Taylor's teams have been, which is good, but not the top shelf of the SEC. But uh, they are good, and they will. And right now, they are fighting around that four-five seed range of the tournament. You want to get to four, obviously, so you can host games. They're probably a little below that right now, but if they can get.
get us some some good wins if you got a chance to get the four. Yeah, they, they, they got to outclass a little bit that South Carolina game. Who's number one? Yeah, right now they look like a uh, a Sweet Sixteen ish team. Yeah. But remember, early in the season, they went on the road to beat number two North Carolina State, yep. and North Carolina State's still pretty high in the rankings. So they have the potential to play for a regional final. You get a regional final, you have every opportunity to make the final four. Yeah. yeah. Q Morris is my favorite player. So. Yeah. All right. Now so, what do you got? Yeah. You know what I have Also, to Jenny Taylor is now jogging by. She, apparently, there's a. Because Tom Crean jogs by my house all the time, <laughs> and now Joni Taylor is jogging They've by read my house How Lucky. So, so I, I don't think they know it's my house. I <laughs> they just think did they're, read the book. <laughs> they're looking for us. By the way, by the way, before we go, we get going to the next thing. If anyone is near Savannah at all this weekend, I am speaking at the Savannah Book Festival oh, God, this weekend. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, nine a.m. I speak at nine a.m. on Saturday morning which I, at the Lutheran Church. Yeah, I believe so. Which I don't think is one of their prime time spots, but whatever. Uh, nine a.m. Saturday morning. Come by. Please come by if anyone's listening. This is close to Savannah. On Friday morning, I'm, ta- I'm going to the Tybee, I- uh, Tybee Island. Oh, you'll school. love that place. And they're like, I'm talking to some kids at the Tybee Island School. And then Saturday morning at 9 a.m. That's my thing. Well, yeah. That's really cool. It's gonna be really fun. So, I'm are you gonna excited. dress up as Batman? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't you think so. Yeah. Probably should. I probably should. I think I'd be very confused. <laughs> There's a lot of differing uh, iconography that would be confusing to them. Um, so we got buy or sell. But before I uh, jump into that, we just got followed on Twitter by something called. Bulldog Bourbon Social Club. Oh yeah, which Listen, I, I feel guys, is like kind of a uh, like kind of that, a, that is recently an awesome po- thing. That's recently popped up. It popped up because I um, wow. So, Let me read it real quick. It says a whiskey and libations. I'll start over. A whiskey and libations community for fans and friends of the Georgia Bulldogs. Follow on their Instagram. It says twenty one plus to follow. We we definitely fit that yeah. bill. Feels like. That's a Tony Bernard. No, it's that. It's not. I wish I wish I were that clever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they they. I followed them, or they followed me recently, uh, or somebody connected me with them on Twitter. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm, so. There's no uh, notification bell, but I'm going to hit the follow button. Ding! There so we go. followed them back. So when you heard, when, whenever you're listening to this podcast, yeah, we're no, that's what happened. People. That's when we talked yeah. about the. That's yeah. cool though. Yeah, it's really it's really neat. Their Instagram's a good follow. They have some interesting stories, particularly with the bourbon selection. Who runs it? Have. So wish I knew. Don't. Oh, it was kind of like back when uh, your pod or your blog was uh, kind of incognito. Yeah, back it was, in the it was day. 2012. Yeah. So all right. So buy or sell. Buy or sell. These are random. Things that popped up uh, earlier today because what I should have been doing was planning it for the past two weeks. No, it's okay. This no, is good. this is we're awesome. back on the game. We're yeah, back on the board. All right, so we don't want to overdo this. Yeah, and we'll try to make our uh, explanations around it brief as well. So um, no, this is all we? random <laughs> order. Uh, Will's got it. He's got dinner to get to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, all right, buy or sell. Playing championships at six p.m. Eastern time. I noticed the Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, happened again. It, this year, like it always does, but I always forget. Oh, wait, they kick off at a normal time. Yeah. And then when the game's over, it's not 12.30 a.m. So I would buy playing championships at 6 p.m. And I might add to that, which was my next one, not playing championships on Sunday and Monday. So this is a big bunched up question by itself, by yourself. But I would, I would buy starting at 6 p.m. I would also buy playing all championships on Friday or Saturdays. Hundred percent agree on buying a championship game on Saturday, Friday or Friday. Friday is fine. the day. Yeah, everyone leaves work early. You don't cross over with the NFL, and you can do it at six o'clock. Everyone can enjoy it. 
You yeah. find was you you buy six p.m. I'm very, but you know uh, the story of this always is the uh, the one of the I think one of the 15 highest rated sporting events that's non football, obviously uh, in American sports history. I think it's one of the top ten is the U.S. Women's National Ch- Championship uh, National Team Soccer Team. Oh yeah, champion, World Cup Championship. Why? A because the team was really exciting and fun. But B the game started at like four. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It started at like four o'clock on a Sunday, so everyone I think it was five o'clock. Everyone got to watch it. And they got then they got to go home and have dinner and go to bed. Look, <laughs> and there's something just basic about that that totally matters. Look, college football is never going to get NFL off on Sundays, even in in, yeah. in January. That's why you go right? Friday. But do Saturday. Uh, Friday's fine. But, uh, because, but the problem is the national championship game is you're crossing over into playoff territory when they sure. do play on Saturday. Sure, but you could do look the NFL could do a one o'clock or four o'clock game. I don't care if the game kicks off at 6 o'clock on Saturday, right? Because if it kicks off at 8 o'clock on a Saturday, I didn't. I only miss one day of work. Yeah. I, if I'm not going to the game, I'm going to miss no work. I, even if I go to church, I don't have to get up at – it's like, dude, that, that was – like I, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I was up at 7.45. I literally took a picture of Market Square. <laughs> that was from the Airbnb with the sun coming up. Yep. I had slept two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So – it's just a lot. Yeah. All right. This is also kind of time uh, centric. Um, and I would not expect anybody to sell this, but it's also a friendly reminder that this is coming up and we're all excited. Daylight savings time is in three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell, not ever getting rid of daylight savings time. So we would keep our current schedule. We would, like, once we flicked next time, we would once never we flick it on in three and a half weeks, let's just keep it and not fall back. I don't know, man. I'm a morning person. I like having a day like that. I have to say, I'm the exact same way. Morning people love it. People that aren't morning people don't I'm a morning person. Yeah. But I'm also an evening person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the type of guy that I like to go to bed at midnight and wake up at 5 a.m., which doesn't really work. (laughs) It doesn't sound like it I just, I don't, I I don't have (laughs) high. Because y'all don't look at my face. (laughs) I don't have high regard for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I know I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. As I get older, it's more important. Well, I can tell you. I can go until you get to a certain point, then four hours a night. Uh, I, I will tell you though, like I'm, you know, I'm a pretty consistent. If I get six hours, I'm good. And there are times where I can go four hours, but then I gotta have, I have to have a good eight or nine hour night. The problem is, is the peeing. Like that's the problem. It is, it is the peeing. You gotta, pee-in. you have to moderate. You have yeah, to moderate. I'm a morning person. I like if if I had my way, we would change. We would change the clock two minutes forward every or back every day, so that <laughs> it was always daylight at six a.m. Or just make it like how Norway somehow always has daylight in the summer times. <laughs> yes, that is a <laughs> pro Norway. Friends, friends, friends. Just so no one's like, what did Scott just say? He was smirking the whole time. Yes. He thought that was funny. He, he's not wrong, but yes. <laughs> all right, Norway. we're gonna move along. All right, buy or sell. I've spent over one hundred dollars on University of Georgia championship bye. merch. Bye. Art, bye, 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 bye. I have to say, I I was a little below this until Tony uh, uh, sent out the thing about the decanter yeah. and the glasses, yeah. and I was like, oh, that pushed me yeah, over. Yeah, that one totally definitely, get that. that one totally pushed me over because yeah. that is it's not arrived yet, but I'm looking forward to when it does. My so we uh, since we got sick right after the game. Uh, we have not seen Wayne and Tiffany. We normally see them fairly regularly, right? Have them to the house. They were they literally helped us survive the pandemic by coming to the house. You know, it's funny. You can measure the, how long the pandemic is about how far apart you set in, <laughs> in May, June, yeah, July, yeah, yeah. August, September of of twenty. So um, they had them out this week because we always have a Super Bowl, a little Super Bowl soiree. Uh, and Tiffany said, 
it's been a weird week. I've got nothing from Amazon. <laughs> I was like, so what all do you have? And she's like, it's possible I have new furniture. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I've been I've been right around that number, about a hundred bucks. Where I'm kind of taking the wait and see instead of just rushing out and saying yeah. bye bye bye. I'm kind of like you know I can build my wall yeah. as it comes. And, and of course, there's rare things that are sold out. That's fine. It'll be fine. I uh, I found out that you can order um, national championship actual commemorative tickets. I got one with your seats. Mm-hmm. With your you, actually, if you went, you can do your seats. You can do the same for the Orange Bowl. I have ordered those because I uh, I, uh, I Tiffany. Oh, I need talk, to order. We're talking about Bowl. Tiffany. Well, you have Tiffany has this awesome like shadow box with her Rose Bowl tickets or national oh, championship yeah. tickets and some pictures like the. the That's Notre so Dame. dumb. People displaying tickets. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The it's, Notre Dame a picture of all yep, of us. Yep, Notre Dame, yep, right? Yep. That's in that shadow box. Um, I didn't do one for 17. Part of it's because I'm lazy. Uh, and part of it's because I'm really lazy. <laughs> but I'm going to do a shadow box for this because yeah, I'm good. one of the few people that have a physical ticket from this football season. Mm-hmm. I've got, yeah, yeah book of That's there. 2017. Yeah, I'm, uh, this year, but I still have my pass, my faculty staff pass. You know, uh, there's a guy on Twitter, St. Simon's Island Dog. Um, oh, you yes, should look true, yeah. what he did. He had, he, I guess the company he works for has a graphic artist that put together all of his digital tickets this year oh, awesome. into a graphic and he sent he tweeted out a photo of it it's hanging on his wall yeah. it looks amazing so yeah. i don't know if he's selling those or whatever and by the way i don't think it's dumb i were sitting on a ticket table yeah, yeah obviously so i was kind of being performative there yeah also i got mac williams uh, i got mac williams uh, painting before before that he was made to stop doing it so, yeah. <laughs> oh he can't do it anymore yeah, I think okay. I think I got, IP, I got one. Too. I think the IP police. Did you get signed? No. Yeah. No, but I'm sure that since he's been on, he's been on the podcast, I he think. has. He's been. Yeah, on the I could probably mail it to him and say, "Hey, can you sign it?" I'll... That mail doesn't go to Brooklyn. Will can confirm. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, buy or sell. Freddie Freeman will be a brave this season. Sell. <gasps> I have to say, there's a lot of smoke uh, coming just, out about that. So, oh my gosh! So a lot great. of smoke coming out. About I will that. refer you to go back two hours of what Will said about Liberty Media and sell. Yeah. Oh my gosh! They got the championship. The stock price went up. Yeah, and there's like, and they've got cover now because there's so much other weird stuff going on. Like, like it feels like baseball stopped for a while. Mm-hmm. So when it comes back, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm selling. I, I I'll be said ecstatic, buy. but. Yeah, you think would, they'll you think they'll cover CYA get like Matt Olson from the A's or something? If they do that, I think it might be an okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't count them as being like that. If they did that, I think that would still be not good because Freddie Freeman has earned his Mr. spot Ray. there. You you told on a couple yeah. podcasts ago you you were basically like he's been underpaid forever for, for years. And, but see, that would be a very liberty media thing to do yeah. to not pay him when he's owed and then get and trade for Matt Olson and then when Matt Olson's due to get paid. And everyone's like, we love Matt Olson, and let him go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good look. All right, so buy or sell. Uh, Major League Baseball will play a full 162 games this season. Oh, I'm afraid to say this. I don't want to put anything bad into the universe. Um, I'll buy it today, but I will. Ask me in a month. I said in two weeks. Um, or two weeks, yeah. I just can't believe they'd be so stupid. So I'm going to say buy, but I'm definitely speaking with my heart. Okay. Uh, buy or sell Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup? Should it have been Aaron Donald or Matthew Stafford? I probably would have taken Aaron Donald. Um, I do feel like if that video 
of Stafford oh, and the No Look Pass amazing. had come out before people voted. <laughs> Stafford oh. went on. <laughs> so, but I think Donald was probably the call. I think Donald um, was the call. I will buy because Cooper Cup helped a very underachieving early in the season fantasy team make the, uh, <laughs> the championship. No, it's yeah, semis. semis. And, uh, Tough and, year and for probably would finals. have been the finals had somebody not freaking tanked the last regular <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, everyone game. the the, the, uh, the uh, smelly baby was not a popular mm. team. Smelly baby, year. messy no, baby. I'll have to change my team name. Yeah, that's right. For next year, so my my baby. fantasy football team name forever has been not since 1995. Maybe it'll be not since 2021. Messy baby's tanking did not help them either. They got smoked. In they got smoked. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, buy or sell national championship tattoos. I've been seeing a lot of these pop up on Twitter um, of the actual, you know, national championship logo. I'm not a tattoo guy. Yeah. I, the, the coolest tattoo I saw, speaking of Mac Williams, is the one Amanda Mole got of the bulldog that Mac Williams has on the painting. That's oh, okay. absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm also not a tattoo guy, so sell. I mean, I might would buy a smaller one, but. Some people are getting ones. Where are you going to put the other 12? Huh? Yeah. The other 12 national championship logos? Yeah. I don't have any tattoos, but... No, I meant as we get them. Oh, as we get them. That's the thing. Now, if you had, if you put together like a, like an advent calendar oh, yeah. on your back... <laughs> there we go. And put one in for each now, one. Now, if you want to get the Independence Bowl logo... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You've the got a hookup with the, the logo no design. Guy. Yeah, no guy. All right, just a few more. Uh, buy or sell Twitter spaces. Tony and I, I know I heard Will, I heard you. I, I dialed into your oh, Twitter yeah. space. Oh, you did one. Also, well, I, had one, Super Bowl. I had to do one just because, because the recap was doing it. Yeah, Tony, yeah. Tony started one last Friday night, and he was texting me like, I want you to speak. And it was almost like I was like, no, I'm not going to speak. Because, you know, it was fine. And it was interesting. I, I listened for the entirety of it. But it was kind of, I texted Tony. I was like, this is a free-for-all. Um, it, and it was almost like people talking over each other and yeah. over each other. Maybe, I think it needs to be well moderated. Maybe the key is to not to let everybody yeah. speak. Mine was the recount, like everyone was muted except sure. for speakers. Sure. In it. I think the key is not let me do spaces on Friday. <laughs> After you've been drinking. Drink there was one guy that was hilarious, though, that wasn't yeah, even yeah, an SEC yeah, fan. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Jim Wood. He's, uh, he was very articulate yes, with his uh, Georgia Bulldog talk. He was, he'd not, he was not as far into the sauce as you were. <laughs> I wasn't. I was articulate. Was just like, <laughs> I just let everybody talk. Yeah. All right, we got three more. Buy or sell Wordle? Are you playing Wordle? I am playing Wordle. Buy the crap. I, I love it. I By the way, Wordle. if you want to take it next level, there's something called Nerdle, which is math. I do both every oh, day. No, thank you. So, what's your word? What's your starter word? I start with the word arise. Okay. What's yours? Because there's three vowels. S O A R E. Soar. Oh, I might try that one. I uh, S O A. Oh, I see. I do rowate. R O A T. Oh, that's good. What does that mean? I have no idea. But someone just it recommended works. It's a word. It word. works. Yeah. So yeah. I did ratio for a while, and then I was yeah. like, no, I need an S. Yeah. You know, here's the thing that I've noticed about it. I didn't start playing it till maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. I was always like, this is dumb. Why are these people tweeting this yeah. out? And I'm not tweeting out my scores, by the way. No, I'm not either. Not sent to the kids because yeah. the kids play. But here's the thing. My uh, my father in law was up here two weeks ago, and he does crossword puzzles every day, like New York Times crosswords. He's phenomenal at it. So we sat down, spent about five minutes explaining to him what Wordle was. And at first, he was kind of like, "What is yeah, this? Yeah. I don't get it." He can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. And I get a text every morning. We're on a text thread with Jack and Walker and Vivian and Jennifer and <laughs> me, and he sends it at like five thirty a.m. Yeah. of his you know Wordle. And it's just a cool way to start the day off with all five of us interacting 
um, just over a silly game and seeing you know uh, what you come up with. I still have not lost. I I don't doesn't mean I'm a genius or a savant, but I, I still got, have I a close. I, I've gotten close uh, one a couple days ago. I got really close. Yeah. I'm pro Wordle, anti tweeting out your scores. Yes, yes. Agree. I agree. agree. I agree. All right, um, two more left. Buy or sell the Olympics. Are you watching? I gotta tell you, you, I have not watched one second of the Olympics. Yeah, you know, I've been on the road. I was in yeah. the Super Bowl, so I was gone for a long time. So it's not like I'm like a no get- spoilers. Yeah, but yeah, mm. but yeah. Don't tell me what happens. We'll but like, a, yeah, I have we'll to tell you, review. I'm like a horrible sports writer because like I keep getting these alerts. Like, there's apparently there's a there's a skater who was Russian skater that was a uh, skater about, and, and there's a there's also a skater that's that's an American citizen that's competing for China. Yep. And I'm just like I'm out of this. Like yeah. I'm just, like I have to say I just don't. Have the mental capacity for for the Olympics this year? Oh, I you know here's the thing. I buy because I love watching people go down a luge tube <laughs> headfirst at 80 miles an hour. Oh yeah. And the same thing with um, with downhill skiing. Literally, they built this thing. They they put it on a mountain where they don't get snow, but it's like <laughs> five degrees. So they blow a bunch of snow, and these guys are going through all these this crazy looking landscape. Um, yeah. I mean, I buy it because my kids can't get enough of watching people go 90 miles an hour with their hair on fire down a hill. And so I, I I'm not it. against it. I just, it's yeah. just, this is it, the, where it landed on the sporting calendar. And frankly, since I went to Sochi mm-hmm. and I saw oh, it, yeah. I was like, I think I'm out. It's I too think, bad we weren't doing the podcast when yeah. you were in Sochi. I, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. I totally overdosed on the Winter Olympics yeah. in Sochi. And I think I'm now. It's probably a good reason why you yeah. don't really have any yeah. opinion well, or interest. I buy. I'm a huge Olympic stand. Putting aside the geopolitical implications, uh, the Winter Olympics totally on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. I think I think China's getting what's coming to them with how bad it looks over there, like with all this stuff. But there's a whole kind of interesting on the like good or bad or whatever Olympics. It's like I love seeing the best at doing. Well, I'm I'm very pro USA. So if a USA is competing in something. I'm watching. Yeah. See, no, to me, I'm, I'm World Cup when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I will always take World no, Cup. I want, no, I want the United States to do well and everything, yeah. but like watching biathlon, I'm like, like what are oh, you, dude, what are you, you're biathlon is amazing. You're, you're going to, let me get this right, you're going to cross-country ski 50 kilometers and, yeah, and you got stop, a gun? And then stop every 10 <laughs> and shoot something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. If you miss, you got to do extra laps? Oh, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched that. I watched the biathlon. All right, last one. This is, this is going to get Will going. NFTs, buy or sell. And the reason why I ask mm. before you answer is that I heard that every person that attended the Super Bowl got an NFT. Uh, they didn't give them to the press. Uh, uh, so, okay. uh, yeah, no, I, again. That's going to dilute the market. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, I have a hard time paying attention to the new music. <laughs> like, I'm not going like, to, like, it's just this. No, it's not happening. Yeah, it's like, is NFT, is that like some sort of rainbow? I know what it is. Rainbow, right. rainbow unicorn surprise thing? It, it could be. I don't it is know. a non-fungible token. We could I, know make what it is. I know what it is. We I should make a, you know what? Your gif of you celebrating Georgia versus uh, Memphis want, could be an NFT. I to celebrate that. Everybody could, but somebody could be that one owner. We could sell it and pay for our, uh, you know, supplies. Yeah, I would recommend if you're going to do that, do that soon. Right, because you have a well, yeah, like the crypto market might yeah. be crashing a little yeah. bit. I don't know. So. My uh, my Bitcoin is not doing well. I get Bitcoin when I, I through Venmo because I just have it round up or something like that, and it buys some every uh, month. Okay. Yeah. So with yeah, your, with your Venmo card, with my Venmo account. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll fill you in, or you can get Ethereum. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I I, I, I went on Coinbase and uh-huh. bought two hundred and fifty dollars of random selections of these things about 
seven months ago. Oh. And I currently have about $245. Yeah. So like it's changed but my life su- in no way. You were super rich in December. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes. But yeah. uh, I only, the only reason I use any sort of crypto is for, for sports gaming. And I, when I sports game, I'm like a dollar per, like yeah. I put a couple, like I put a dollar on, like I won 45 cents at the, uh, in the Super Bowl and I had like $12 in bets. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah. This is not I won. It's, I won. It's more fun than losing. I yeah. won. So, yeah, it has to because it's yeah. we have to do Bitcoin so or something. We have to do some sort of crypto. But guys, I mean, it was good to be back out here. I yeah, have to say. it's great. It was good to be back. Back out on the here. horse. Back on the yeah. horse, and uh, we will. I, I think that uh, I'm actually traveling nowhere in March. So I have to go to Savannah and Amelia Island, mm-hmm. but no, I feel like we can find yeah, we time can figure to out talk in February. March. I have a feeling we're going to have to talk sometime in mid-April. Um, yes. And the I, G-Day is the 13th? Yeah. 16th. 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 And well, I, I like that we'll probably do the tournament pool again. Yeah. yeah I'll, I think, we'll, we, well, do, I think yeah. we combine it with like my newsletter. When, yeah, so, we, yeah, if we can do that, that'd be great. So, yeah, so, so we'll do that. That'd be fun. Gentlemen, it's just great to see you. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad. And, and one last cheer. Go dogs. For the uh, Georgia National Championship, which they guys. won. Podcast like a champion, guys. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Until uh, the next time we see you, hey, uh, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. We are interactive on Twitter, especially. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. We'll be back with another show sometime in March to talk spring practice, among other things. So make sure you're subscribed to our podcast feed on whatever platform you listen on. And we'll see you on campus in April for G-Day. And as always, go dogs.